everyone. Welcome to the Unraveling Podcast. I am Kelly Becerra, and I'm super happy to have you here. Depending on when you are listening to this right now as I am recording it, it is Holy Week, and we are in an Easter series. If you haven't listened to the three podcasts before this in the Easter series, I encourage you to go back and do so. I just wanted to put some encouragement out there and help us really just get in the right mindset for the week. Also, as I have said the last couple podcasts, I have my little baby with me, so if you hear any coos, she's just taking along for the podcast. You know that work in mom life. Anyways, today we are going to discuss some of the things Jesus told his disciples and followers before he left earth to go be with the Father, and how they pertain to us today, because they really do. So let's jump in. In Mark 16, we see Jesus appearing to the 11 disciples at the time, after he has been resurrected and before he ascends. He tells them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. In Matthew 28, Jesus says, similarly, Then then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. This is what we call the Great Commission. As I have researched more about what this Great Commission means, I found that the only direct command in it is to make disciples. The other words like go, baptize, and teach are all means to which we make disciples. When I hear this, I often think that this is for or referring to people who spend their life in ministry. I think that this is a commission for a pastor or maybe a theologian or a Sunday school teacher or something like that. The truth is, though, this commission is for each and every single one of us. I find that pretty daunting sometimes, to be honest, until I think about the fact that God designed us to do this, each of us uniquely. When I think about making disciples, I think about being a light to Jesus to others, showing them his incredible love and kindness, his grace and mercy. I think about sharing what, we, what I've learned about following his way rather than the way of the world. This is what I want to talk about today, and I want you to hear me. Your calling may not to be to be someone who stands on a corner preaching and yelling about Jesus, or even standing in front of a congregation. But don't mistake it, you guys. God has already has you exactly where you are right now to show people who he is. There isn't a coincidence here. There isn't a coincidence that you live where you live, that you work where you work, that you have the kids you have, the family and friends that you do, that you're a part of the communities you're a part of. God wants to use you to be his light in all of it. He made you to. There isn't something inside of you that only you can give to the world that no one else can, truly. It could be your gifts, your testimony, your time, your love, all of it. There are ways that you can help those around you see Jesus and become followers and disciples. That can feel like a lot of pressure, I know. But it's not our job to actually convert someone. We can't change a person's heart. That's God's job. But we can be an example We can keep pointing people to him, and that's exactly what we can do every day, even today. So I want you to just take a moment to think about the people in your life, the ones who are super close to you, and maybe some that are more extended. Take a minute and allow the Lord to highlight some of these people who he'd like you to pour into. Maybe you have a friend going through a hard time. And God is nudging you to start encouraging them with scripture or to actually pray with them out loud for them. 
Maybe God is wanting you to start sharing your testimony with those at work or a youth group, or maybe it is in front of your church. Maybe you have this thing inside you telling you to write or create something that will help point people towards him. There can be a million other things that God's putting on your heart, but you know when there is something else stirring in your heart. You know when God is nudging you. You can feel it in your soul. The there is more feeling is never something to ignore. That doesn't mean that you're going to have it all planned out right now. It just means that it's time to open your mind and your heart to how he wants to use you, how he wants you to make disciples. And that will look different for every single one of us, but that's the beauty of it. He can use us all and we can be used for specific people he puts in our life. There are a lot of people out there who aren't following Jesus, and you might be the only person they come into contact with that is. You might be the only person who stops and gives them the time of day to share his love. You can plant a seed in their heart, and God can water and grow it. I want you to know that no matter how mundane life feels, you are important to his plan. Those kids around you, your kids, they need you to show them Christ. Your friends, family, neighbors, they need to see him. As we read in Matthew 5, it says, You are a light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Don't hide your light. Let others see your good deeds, which will bring them to praising your Father. You notice that? Your good deeds, the things you do, don't leave them praising you. They leave them praising God. That's the goal right there. That we would do, what we would do would bring him glory and therefore bring others to him as disciples. We would interest people in him. They would be like, hmm, what's what's inside of them? Why are they so different? And they would go to God too. And my very favorite verse is like in the Bible is the last verse of Matthew that says, and surely I am with you always until the very end of the age. How comforting. None of this is done alone. None of this is on our shoulders. We are to just follow what God has already laid out for us. He will put people in our path who he wants to see our light. He'll put us in places that we can help. We just have to listen and go. There is no need to strive or feel pressure to perform. We just need to be obedient and open to hearing him. He is a light to our path. He'll show us where to go. This Easter, I hope you keep the Great Commission in mind. I hope we all do. And I hope that we all remember that Jesus did all he did for us with such gratitude in our hearts because he gave us the greatest gift we could ever have, forgiveness of our sins and eternity with him. But it doesn't end there. He calls us to go out and make disciples, to go out and be a light in this world. Remember, this calling is for every single one of us. He already knows how you do it, and he already has a plan for you to do it, and he's with you as you go. If over this week you are looking for some other ways to observe and meditate on Holy Week, here are some of my recommendations. One, read through the Gospels, or if you just want to pick one or two and really dive into it, look for the details and the deeper meaning. Read commentary. There is no way that you can read about the events of Holy Week with an open heart and not feel a deeper connection to Christ. If you like movies, you can watch The Passion. Um, It's a hard one to watch, but it it is something that I think really opens your eyes to what Jesus went through. Um, And my husband and I have also been loving the show The Chosen, which is free to watch if you can download the app. 
but also just things like listening to worship music this week, um, quieting your heart and mind, praising God for all he has done. He is worthy of our praise every single day, not just this week, every single day. As I have been doing, I'm going to keep this short and sweet as well. And I just want to thank you so much for listening to this series. I hope you have an amazing Easter and I will be back in the next couple weeks to start a new series, but I might take a couple weeks off to just get it all settled and figured out. So um, stay posted by being on social media. I am Kelly underscore Bacara on Instagram or The Unraveling with Kelly Bacara on Facebook. I would love it if you would come say hi. And while you're at it, if you would take a moment to rate or review the podcast again. That means so much and it helps the podcast a lot and I truly appreciate your time doing that. Happy Easter, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for listening.